You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. All right, well, welcome back to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. In this episode, we are talking about the Black Cultural Center at Purdue, and it's celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. With me to do that is Renee Thomas, the director of the BCC. Renee, how are you doing? Very well. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for uh, giving me your time. Uh, as we kind of get ready to talk about the BCC, tell me a little bit about yourself, your role as the director, and how long you've been here. Well, I currently serve as director of the Purdue Black Cultural Center, and I have actually been an employee at Purdue University for the last 30 years. When I came on board, I thought three to five years, and I'll move on <laughs> to the next. So I'm now putting a zero behind the three. Right. So uh, next year, it'll be 30 years at Purdue University. Obviously, something about this university that made you want to stay. Yes, it's it's a wonderful and vibrant environment to be in and to have the ability to work with some of the best and brightest minds, not only in our nation, but in the world is just remarkable. So I really enjoy it here. And have you been in that role at the BCC the whole time? Or? I came on board as assistant director at the Black Cultural okay. Center. When our former director retired, I assumed the directorship in 96. And two years ago, I also assumed some additional responsibilities in the office of the provost as provost fellow for diversity and inclusion. A busy woman. Yes. <laughs> Talk about the history of the BCC, kind of how it got started and where it's located. The Black Cultural Center is located at the corner of 3rd and Russell Street, really at the heartbeat of the campus community. Very high student pedestrian area, get lots of visitors on a daily basis there at the center. We evolved at a student protest and activism. Uh, during the late 1960s was the height of the civil rights movement with the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and for many of those black students who were present on Purdue's campus felt that there was not much that was representative of the African-American history and culture on campus. They staged a silent protest. Uh, they actually met in the union building, asked everybody to come back the next day with a red brick and a brown paper bag. And they staged a silent march in which they marched from the union building to the administration building. And when they arrived, they opened their brown paper bags set the bricks on the steps of what is now Hubby Hall, and erected a sign that said the fire next time. Mm. They presented a list of demands to the president, and out of those listed demands, the Black Cultural Center was birthed. And the bricks were very symbolic because most people, whenever they think of a, a group of African-Americans carrying bricks, they will probably think of that it was going to be destructive in nature. But the bricks were symbolic because they wanted the university to build up its commitment to diversity and inclusion. So that's how we were founded at Purdue. And I'm going to fast forward to 1999 is when we moved into the new building that's on the corner of 3rd and Russell mm -hmm. Street. And it's a state-of-the-art building. It's the first building at Purdue University that was designed by an African-American architectural firm. We're really proud of that and have an Indianapolis connection. Walter Blackburn uh, was the architect of the Black Cultural Center. And he incorporated some very distinguishable African elements in the design as well. So we're really proud about the facility. That's really cool. Now fast forward here 50 years later. Yes. Um, not from 96, but from the beginning. And we're celebrating 50 years now. That's exciting. Um, talk about um, just some of the celebrations that have happened over this past year. Mm -hmm. It's been a milestone mm -hmm. uh, celebration, year-long celebration for us. Our theme for this year was Unlocking Black Excellence. 
And we wanted to celebrate African-American history and culture and highlight all the wonderful contributions that individuals have made, uh, not only at Purdue, but uh, in our nation and in our world. And we've had a variety of guest speakers and performers come to the university as part of our 50th anniversary celebration. We have also um, sponsored a June Jubilee celebration uh, in June, of course, uh, which was our uh, gala celebration of our 50th anniversary um, we also have had alumni speakers uh, return to Purdue University and share their own personal histories and oral uh, histories and journeys with their students. You also had the installation of the history wall. Talk about that. Yes. Uh, our Unlocking Black Excellence history wall is in the Black Cultural Center. There's a very large um, reception area. It's in a round space. And uh, one of the BCC staff members, Denicia Malone, was responsible for developing and doing the installation of the history wall. And what it is, is actually been probably a a project 50 years in the making, and that we have worked with the university archives, and we preserve a lot of our programs and activities. And we developed this exhibit, which takes you on a photographic journey of the history of the Black Cultural Mm -hmm. Center. So it starts out in 1968 with that protest that I referenced Mm -hmm. earlier with the bricks. And then it launches into our student performing arts ensemble program. It talks about our research tours. It highlights some of the guest speakers and performers that we've had over the years. And it's incredible when you go down that laundry list of guest speakers Mm -hmm. and performers, individuals like Muhammad Ali, Maya Angelou, Dick Gregory, Spike Lee, you name it in terms of who's who in African-American history and culture. Uh, have been to Purdue University sponsored by the Black Cultural Center. And that history wall takes you on a walkable journey of that 50-year history, highlighting some of our study abroad programs, some of the research tours, some of the major performances that we've had come to Purdue, such as the Alvin Ailey Dance Theater, the Boys Choir of Harlem, and many, many others. That's really cool. Uh, uh, Do you have a favorite that stuck out to you? I know that's asking a lot in the 30 years you've been here, but wow, (laughs) is is there one that just stands out way above the other? I think that my personal favorite guest artist that came to Purdue University was Maya Angelou. And I have a special memory of that because our Jahari dance troupe, and we have six different performing arts ensembles at the Black Cultural Center. And one of them is a dance company and our dance company opened for Dr. Maya Angelou. Many people don't realize that she was a dancer as well. And prior to their performance, she stood in a circle with the dancers and gave them a very uh, touching affirmation in terms of their qualities and abilities. And that was just such a special time. That's great. And I assume with these annual celebrations, it brings back alums. Yes. Talk about the support they, you know, them coming back and the support they give to the BCC. Our alumni have really been instrumental in our success at the Black Cultural Center in multiple ways. Uh, Some of our alumni serve as guest speakers and performers. We have an alumni speaker series, and they come back and share their uh, personal histories and journeys with our students and serve as role models and mentors. They they work with us through a mentor uh, program. And our alumni give back generously. Uh, We have been involved in the Ever True campaign, and many of our alumni have made financial gifts uh, to the Black Cultural Center. And we just uh, came off the heels of Homecoming Weekend, in which we had our alumni return to campus for alumni uh, for Homecoming. And I always tell people, I think Homecoming is one of my favorite parts, favorite times of the year. 
and which I can interact with people who were students when I saw them, 18, 19, 20-year-old students, and now they're coming back and able to talk about the impact that the Black Cultural Center has had on them in terms of their personal growth and development. So it's just a wonderful way to engage your alumni on a regular basis. The other thing that I'll say about our alumni is that this year we launched uh, an alumni tour in partnership with the Alumni Association. So we had a group of about 28 uh, African-American alumni join us in Paris, France, and we explored the Paris Noir, which we explored the African-American experience, particularly the Harlem Renaissance era uh, in Paris, France. So we are expanding our outreach to alumni on a worldwide basis. That's so great. Talk about, you know, after you celebrate 50 years and you kind of move into the, the future of the BCC, talk about some future plans and involvement with the uh, with campus and the community. Yeah. One of the things about the the Black Cultural Center is that we are all we have very very high aspirational goals is what how I'll describe it. And sometimes people think that the uh, 50th anniversary is the culmination of the end of a whatever. I see this as a launch pad for our future um and that as just the title of your show, we're going full steam ahead um, at the Black Cultural Center through our programs, activities, uh, and not only our programs and activities, but trying to create a campus community where everyone can have a sense of belonging and a sense of ownership uh, to the institution so that they become lifelong members of the BCC family. That's great. I love it. Um, anything else that you want to add as we sort of wrap up here that I haven't ask that you want to talk about? A couple things. One is that I would like to invite the listening audience to visit the Black Cultural Center. Uh, Sometimes people think that the Black Cultural Center, oh, that's not for me because I'm not African-American. Our programs and activities are open to the entire campus and the greater Lafayette community to participate and be engaged with. And we don't limit ourselves to just the Purdue campus community. We have several outreach programs that we're involved in, whether it's uh, working with the local art museum in in town or even outreaching to the Purdue Polytech High School in terms of some programs and activities that we do with them. So I invite you to come visit the Black Cultural Center and don't just uh, come in the doors and look around, but ask our receptionist at the front desk to give you a tour because the architectural elements that are incorporated into the center are very um, all-inspiring. That's great. I love it. and for our listeners who may be interested in, you know, maybe coming from out of town, especially and want to kind of plan that trip, where can they go to find out more information? Our, we have a, a website, which is uh, purdue.edu backslash BCC for Black Cultural Center. And our hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. until 10 p.m. So if they want to come up after 5 p.m., uh, we have a we are open until 10 p.m. Our evening hours are very vibrant mm-hmm. at the Black Cultural Center. Most of the time, our performing arts ensembles are in rehearsal during the evening hours so they can come in and hear some beautiful music by the Black Voices of Inspiration or peek in on a Jahari dance troupe rehearsal. The other thing that I like to add is that in addition to our cultural arts series and performing arts ensemble program, we have a, a wonderful library collection mm-hmm. at the Black Cultural Center. And we really want our students to come to campus and thrive here. So we have a variety of support services to ensure that our students matriculate and graduate from Purdue. Awesome. That's so great. I love it. Um, Renee, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Thank you. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. 
And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.